Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where Bob and Derek have beards, talk booze, and drink books. Something like that. All right. Music will be playing here. Bet your, 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 bet your. All right. As always, I'm Bob of Tales by Bob. I'm the Ask the Podcast, Eric. I'm definitely, totally not a serial killer. Creative consultant Tanya. I'm pretty sure on previous episodes we've proven that to be a lie. Yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty <laughs> confident that we've already had that conversation. And I am not. not. Pretty sure that's exactly what a serial killer would, would say. say. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. my my lawyer has advised me to <laughs> plead the fifth. I'm pretty sure your lawyer would say don't. Don't talk to those people anymore. Stay away um, from my them. My lawyer has told me that I can write a book that said, if I was oh a serial killer, then <laughs> this is maybe what I would do. If. Uh, uh, speaking <laughs> of which, uh, this is going to air before the episode in which we talk about this, but we're, we're talking about how we'd like to see spoiler in the future. You're going to hear us talk about how we'd like to see other people write in George R. R. Martin's world. Yes. Um, for those unaware Brandon Sanderson recently announced that he is going to allow authors to write in his world. Neat. Um, uh, Derek, did you see about this? I did not. I like this. Who's the guy that's on the podcast with, with writing excuses with him? The one who wrote the I'm a serial killer book. Oh, shoot. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen yeah. it. I don't know. can't remember. Let me look at that up. guy. He's that guy is going to write a book in the Cosmere. Uh, because basically, Brandon Sanderson has realized how expansive his Cosmere is. Mm-hmm. He wants to ensure that it will be done before he's dead. So um, he is a great like because let's be real. The Cosmere is basically an industry at this point. So Dan Wells. Dan Wells. Yeah. So Dan yeah. Wells is going to be writing a book uh, in the Cosmere. Okay. And so uh, Brandon Sanderson like has really it. built an industry over there. Um, he's got I mean, he's got like 10 or 12 employees at this point um they do a ton between merchandising they just did a kickstarter for uh a line of minis you know based on uh the stormlight archive like bruh Mm -hmm. they're they're killing it anyway um so this is uh you're probably hearing this on spoopy day halloween maybe if i've got my if i've got my act together which is Mm. not not great so it's probably actually going to air the day after spoopy day but it's gonna be really close to spoopy day and we're going to keep the dream alive um so i have some cool spoopy news okay they found a rare book laced with a deadly poison in leeds nice because because all we do here anymore is news from great britain um <laughs> i was like leeds alabama that shit's right around the corner but you're talking about leeds and britain no if we're talking okay. about leeds we're talking about bucky's and you didn't hear me salivating over brisket sandwiches so you know we aren't talking about that leeds yeah yeah so bucky's is good man it's amazing um the one in auburn opens the day before thanksgiving Nice. So, yeah, excited about that. Um, but yeah, so My Own Garden, the Young Gardener's Yearbook, was published in 1855, and its cover is a vivid green. Um, mm-hmm. The dye that used to make it was arsenic. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, the senior librarian uh, 
Rian Isaac discovered the book while cross-referencing the library's collection against a global database of known toxic texts. Okay. Um, there's a thing called the Poison Book Project, which was started <laughs> by the International Institute for Conservation in America, and it yeah. aims to identify different editions of historic books produced using hazardous compounds such as arsenic. Nice. And the quote, the quote here is, this project is really important as it helps librarians across the world work together and understand how and when these books were made, as well as what steps we can take to keep track of them and make sure they are safely stored and cared for, Miss Isaac said. Amazingly, heavy metals were once quite commonly used in the production of books as a way to achieve what was considered a very aesthetically pleasing shade of green. I mean, you do see a lot of the older books like bound in that kind of deep green and now... Oh no, yeah. they're poison. Yeah. Um, maybe one day we'll discover that a bunch are made with absinthe. <laughs> you can go lick the book to get a new insight onto pages within. <laughs> I mean, not unless okay. you're gonna pour it over sugar and all that nonsense. Oh god. Ugh, god. Maybe that's what makes some of these old books good is they were holding them and then absorbing all of this poison that makes their head read the books different. There we go. There mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Um so the next bit of news was this is an article from lifehacker.com and is the best pairings of Halloween candy and booze. Okay. So I'm just, we're just going to hit the list. You know, if you sit, hear one that sounds good, say so. So Skittles and Muscat. The fuck is a Muscat? I don't know. <laughs> it's not a woodland creature. Um, it was like a muskrat. Yeah, no. no. Um, yeah. Apparently, the recommended okay. muskrat is Nova Seven. Um, oh, it's a Nova Scotian wine. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, all right. Kit Kats and a tawny port. Never had port. Uh, I mean, um, I hear it's good with chocolate, but mm, yeah, just like say, that sounds interesting. Um, so you know. uh, we just booked our flights for Portugal, which is where port comes from. And we're going to Porto, which is the place where they make port. So I've decided I'm going to try port before I go. So I know if I need to get port from Porto. Well, I hope it's not, you know, raining for you guys, because then you can have any port in a storm with your stupid joke that you make all the time you just need to try just, a flight of ports that way you can just have any port in a storm i deserve that i deserve that <laughs> god damn it um wow okay uh next on the list was snickers and a ruby port Again, um, I hear ports are good with yeah. chocolate. I ain't never had none, but I'll, I'll eat the shit out of Snickers. Yeah. Um, a Reese's peanut butter cup and sherry. Real quick. that yeah. Did you try any of that peanut butter beer thing? Whiskey? Oh, no, no the, the I did not. Chris had. Oh, my no. God. That was good. Hmm. $8 a can might be a little much, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of ridiculous prices, I was just. Oh God, this is been blowing my mind ever since it happened i was at the montevello art stock yesterday and the booth next to me was selling lemonade on a day that <laughs> it wasn't really all that hot and she sold out of lemonade and it was six dollars a bottle or 25 dollars a gallon 
and people were walking up and buying gallons of this lemonade. I have bought numerous bottles of whiskey that were not $25 a bottle. Okay, but you drank Kevin Hill, my guy. Okay, okay, but uh, hush. That's brown isopropyl alcohol. (laughs) By choice, Um, intentionally. No one tricked you. No one lied to you. I don't okay. know. I just I just don't like lemonade that much. So it's baffling to me that anyone would pay $25 for a gallon lemonade. I think that's approximately what the gallons of lemonade are from Chick-fil-A. Really? They're real high. Fuck. It depends how good that stuff is. Because if it's like got a good tart flavor. It's lemonade. How good can it be? Dude, it can be just... real good. I love lemonade. She had yeah. like six different flavors, like blueberry, Ooh, mango. You didn't say that now. Uh, I thought it was just regular. Oh, no, okay. she, so she, had, she had regular, but she had blueberry, some mango, raspberry, we got some raspberry, uh, a Hawaiian vest, Ooh. something or another. Um, okay. Like I said, she yeah, had like I'd six pay flavors. six bucks for any of those. Yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. No, no I'm um, yeah, she sold. She sold out. Her husband came and brought what little dribs and drabs they had left around the house, so she could pour more bottles on site, nice. and sold out of that as well. Nice. I uh, mean, the real question is, why didn't you buy me any, Bob? Right. I ain't okay. paying six goddamn dollars for fucking mm. lemonade. <laughs> no, can you believe you, this? You start making a hunch punch, and there you go. You sell it at your booth, yeah. because <laughs> of Marsh. Got experience. I, so that. I've been. Mm-hmm. I went to a book thing that one of the booths uh, had Jello shots. They were giving away yeah. Jello shots, and another booth had blood bags filled with like hunch punch, essentially. Um, nice. They wrote vampire books. So yes, yeah. So. There's a bar up here that has the blood bags that you can just Capri Sun that shit. Nice. Um, next was Butterfingers and a Tawny Port. Don't like Butterfingers. Never had pork. I love a Butterfinger. Well, before I, they changed yeah. the recipe. I ate a king size Butterfinger when I was like four oh, years yeah. old and it was too much and I puked and I've never liked Butterfinger since. <laughs> puked in my mom's car. It's too bad though because it's real good in like a blizzard. Oof. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Starbursts and a Riesling. Starbursts are kind of a subpar candy anyway, and I don't like wine. So Uh, moving on. I would fuck with that. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. And uh, gummy bears and Chardonnay. Mm, I could do that. I've done done gummy bears. Rummy bears. Yeah, I've done (laughs) rummy bears before. I've never done Um, that. What, and the last that? one is that exactly what it sounds it's, like? Yeah, rum yeah. soaked gummy bears. Soak Malibu. The, you soak them you, in Malibu typically. Like for a long period of time, and then they do they no, get it alcohol? Take, it's like a day or two. It doesn't yeah, take it's at like least weeks. overnight. Yeah, mm-hmm. but do, oh. does it make them kind of alcoholy? Like if you were just yes. eating them? Yes. Yes. Really? You get fucked yeah. up on you rummy will. bears. Yes. You that will sounds fun. Up. I should try that sometime. They're not that good. And they get real fucking slimy. You gotta like real slimy. Spoon them. Nah, it's like one. it's kind of mm. like a jello shot, but like a sticky jello shot almost. Yeah. I don't yeah. like getting sticky. It's not the so. best. Like Me just either. drink the rum, you know? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. All right. Last one. Candy corn and prosecco. Um I'm not one What's of those people prosecco? that doesn't yeah, I'm not I'm not one of those people that don't like candy corn, but I also don't know what prosecco is. Yeah. Isn't that like bubbly water? I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of prosciutto, which is bacon. So I'm definitely not thinking oh, of the right a, thing. It's a white wine. Mm, I guess candy corn would be okay with that. It's nothing but sugar. Yeah, I'd yeah. try it. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was what Life Hacker had to say, okay. and they're the experts. Mm. No. 
All right. So this is our short read episode. If you have not had a chance, click the link in the the, the show notes. Uh, we're doing them at number 74 by Linz McLeod. Um, this was this aired on Pseudopod uh, episode 803. So weirdly, I did not pick this story because it was on Pseudopod. I, I I found a list of like, oh, you should check out these stories. And this was just the one that sounded most intriguing. But I met like the guy who runs Pseudopod at Multiverse. Hey. Like uh, went to a panel he's at and talked to him very super briefly. Um, he was a nice guy. Uh, cool. So I, I'm definitely going to be checking. Pseudopod is a podcast. It's a horror um, kind of a podcasty thing with like short stories and whatnot. And they've started doing anthologies on occasion. So that's cool. Anyway. So uh, if you haven't read it, go read it. You can also listen to it if you don't have time to read it, but we're now about to talk about it. So if you haven't, you may want to pause. Otherwise you may just be like, fuck it. You know, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers abound. All right. So in summary, this story is about a retired married couple that have taken up the hobby of killing people to put a little spice and energy back into their marriage. Um, yes, like it it basically the story opens, they've just killed their fourth person. Um, and over the course of the story, they kill their fifth person. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, initial thoughts, Derek. did did you like this story or no? Uh, I was very, how how do I say? I was very apathetic about it. It was Mm. fine, but I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Didn't, didn't like it. It was just, you know, it was, it was a thing I read. Yeah. Tanya. It was kind of middle of the road. I like the Mm. idea. Mm -hmm. There's just not, it was a good appetizer. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not normally that critical with our short reads because I know that you know they're short, you like them for the little snacky snack that they are. But this was just kind of um like a rice cake. Okay, okay. Well, fuck you both. I almost cried. Wow, okay. Yep, I hate you both. This was okay. a fantastic story, and y'all are dead to me, much like the people that they killed. Yeah, yeah, or her husband. No, yeah. I don't know. This like this just okay. So, uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just such a charming story. Like, all right. So, oh, yes, it is super they, sweet. Yeah. They've turned into serial killers. And you really have to bind to the premise that this married couple could just have a random conversation one day about like jokingly killing someone. And then they decide, fuck it, let's do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you can buy into that premise, you just don't think about it. It's a really heartwarming, touching story of um, of, a, of of an old couple, you know, just just enjoying each other's company. It's yeah. re- it's it's great, and then just like the sadness of the dementia. Because um, spoiler, the it ends up that the husband has like Alzheimer's or dementia. It doesn't say specifically, but it's it's very clear he has some sort of looming mental issue coming on and she decides that you know she's got to kill him because he's a loose end and you know but she's going to do it with love you know 
I'm sure that's what we all tell ourselves when we murder our spouse. I'm doing it because I love you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it was, it was sweet in its kind of way, but I don't know. It just seemed like it kind of glossed over everything. Right. So the way I look at it is I, I I took notes, go figure. Um, But I wrote, (laughs) but I wrote, that uh, the writing's kind of like fairly short and simple and matter of fact, which yeah. works for this because it plays on the idea of these two people being like detached from reality and kind of disconnected from the humanity of the people that they're killing. Right. But because, and it makes it like much more disconcerting um, because they're like, wow, you're, you're jumping from like these really mundane acts of just being a normal couple and holding hands and stuff like that to like killing people. And it's the same exact thing to you, which is creepy, which is I'm, yeah. I'm assuming why it was written the way it was, but because it was written that way. And because it was written to create this distance between them and the people that they're killing, I also had no feeling of relation to them. So that while I could technically look at it and be like, this is sad. This is disappointing. I don't care because these yeah. people are disconnected from the people in the story. And I am then disconnected from them because they have no <laughs> humanity for me to connect with. Now it makes sense that Bob would be upset by that because Bob <laughs> and, is and, a serial and, killer, but and, yeah, I was about to say, am I the serial killer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I think I, so, I, connect, man. I connected more to these characters than virtually any story we like possibly that we've ever done yes like that is i just concern, like this Bob. this resonated with me so hard like wow to me this is like this isn't like i picked this because it's supposed to be a horror story and it's, yes it's a horrible it's a horrific topic and part of that horror is because it's so sweet like i just love this couple so much like oh this is like the yeah. most sweet romantic story i've ever read and they, no, it's, yeah it's... they're killing people uh I don't know. So, wow. No, so that's I, I'm that's a serial a little, killer. That's a little concerning, my guy. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Bob. That is concerning. Cool. Is the appropriate language mm-hmm. on this one? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I would say like I get the the idea because this is obviously a a play on the idea of like they retire. They need something to continue. They need a purpose. Like there's something that you need and after you stop working like a lot of people lose purpose and that's what ends up killing people is that they don't have anything to live for anymore so a lot of people take on hobbies and things like that and it's also a good way to strengthen a bond between two people is like you share a hobby together you especially if it's a new one because you're learning about it at the same time you're developing at the same time (laughs) so like that all makes sense it's just horrific the one that they chose and then the way it's written and presented, it makes it very difficult to connect. So, like, I understand, but also, no. The family yeah. that slays together stays together. So it kind of reminded me, like, you know, when you get people in a in a long relationship and like their 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 marriage is rocky or whatever, they're like, "Hey, I know what we can do. Let's uh let's spice things up by." by having a threesome or bringing in another person. Well, they did that. They just, you know, killed the other person. So they have, instead of like spicing up their sex life, they've gotten that environment, like getting their thrills with just like a good swift stabby stab. And then how do these, how do these old people drag the bodies out? We don't get to to talk about that. 
No, because she said no, she that, took one of them out yeah. to the no, woods. No, one of them. Cause, right. Because it was like, oh, one time. Mm, I don't know. But yeah, the, well, they were I, talking I about where they're going to dump the next one. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't actually do that because he ended up saying, well, look, we should dump the next one. She's like, yeah, but we already did that. We did that once. Yeah. And, and they, uh, they don't kill yeah. anyone else after that. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I like this premise. We're gloss over too much. Like, it's just very superficial. I guess for me, I would, um, I would watch this movie. I'm pretty sure they have this movie where people serial killer by night and have normal life. And by he's day. probably seen it. Yes. Yeah. That's called not. Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they rebooted that. They did. They brought it back and it was not good. So I didn't like the he, first when... one enough to watch the reboot. Wow. Okay. It's too stressful. It's too stressful. You knew that it wasn't going to go well. Well, it kind of it kind of went wonky there for a while because I mean you got to keep upping the scary factor. Yeah. But anywho, this I think Derek, Derek, I think you're right. They they the, everything was kind of written. No, I don't want to say clinical, but you know disconnected. But and, I think it was done that kind of on purpose. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it shows how they they viewed other people in their life um, a little bit with that, like oh. She doesn't have any kids. Oh, she doesn't have a husband. Okay, cool. Well, let's go. Um, so that's that's kind of all that they've looked as far as depth of humanity. And so we just don't see much of them besides they watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And they watch a bunch of TV, which is miserable. That Just list, like so- their description of their home life sounds fucking miserable to me like oh we're gonna eat dinner and we're just gonna sit and watch tv for hours and hours like well so something that that isn't it kind of reads like it could take place anywhere but yeah what i gathered is i believe that this is um set in scotland yeah it seems european and it felt uk-y because yeah um yeah so i i believe it's scotland um, okay. Okay. And let's be real; it's a beautiful country, but I've heard it's you know kind of miserable. It's kind of de- even when I was there, it was pretty depressing. Yeah. So, you know, they sound like they're leaving. You know, they've done the best they can with living in Scotland. For all of our Scottish listeners, um, I apologize. Yes, no. all of them. No, I just I, I mean I don't know. I just know the time that I was there, it was the weather was really bad. So, yeah. You know, I think that is. I think that's all the maybe. times. Yeah, maybe could be. Um, but no, I don't know. I just I read this story and like instantly fell in love. Like, uh, and you know, it, it makes me wonder to because you know, like British humor tends to be more dry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder to a degree how much of like how clinical ish this reads is a cultural thing, you know. Um, I, I've read a lot of English literature. It's this was done intentionally. Oh. I was actually kind of thinking they were going to kill the fiance because you know Ooh. she makes that, or or one of them makes the weird joke. Okay, so like, what was the weird joke right? about the the comedian cheating on his wife? And then you know we get the the Mrs. Patterson very getting flustered and you know, so I like, read. Oh, are we getting murdered? No, my read on that was that he had yeah, cheated on her that's at some point I got in the past, ah. and you can talk about how they sleep in different beds. And I know they're like, oh, we established that that's you know because of this that and the other you gotta sleep sleep better but it also made me wonder 
tying those two events together, if maybe what started that was she kicked him out of the bed because he cheated. Well, also keep in mind that maybe keep in mind that they referenced that there was a time that their their um their marriage was, was really really rocky, and yeah. then that's when they started this whole killing thing, and that what's brought them back together because they engaged yeah. in this activity together as a new way well, of starting afresh and things like yeah. that. Yeah, if you think about it, if you your marriage almost ended once because he stepped out, and you're trying to spice up your marriage. You know, bringing they in don't a know third. after that. Yeah, well, bringing in a third isn't probably your go-to move there. You know, yeah. So, but I killing mean, a third, but, he got he got in someone else's guts, and now it's time for the both of them to get in someone else's. Well, guts. also, it's yeah. just a way to tie that person to you. It's like, okay, cool. We're we're reinvesting in this relationship. How do we make sure that neither of us are leaving? We kill yeah. someone together. There yeah. ain't no going nowhere. We're here. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, okay, it was um, all right. Yeah, I loved it. Y'all are wrong, um, but I appreciate y'all. For um, you're it. a serial killer, that's right. okay. So, and, so and this is now go like, I'm now going to like go read like articles when I leave here. Like, so, so for those who don't know me in real life, I have a bunch of weird traits and ticks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and things, and a bunch of comments got made about me. Um, possibly being somewhere on the spectrum mm-hmm. and like enough of those jokes and comments got made in a short enough period of time that I was legitimately thinking Wait that a minute. <laughs> maybe, maybe this, I went and read a bunch of articles and took some <laughs> quizzes and stuff like that. So I'm now pretty sure I'm not actually on the spectrum. I'm just a weird little shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was real troubling for a brief period of time. And so now I'm, now I'm, troubled at how much I loved this story and because normal, like you know I kind of expect Derek to hate every short story that we read like that's just <laughs> I go into it he's not going to like it probably and normally I count on Tanya to be like oh no yeah I really enjoyed this and me I'm easy to please so I like everything um, but when you both agree that it was only okay and this is like literally the best, the best story, short story read. I've read in this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. So here, here's, here's yeah. the thing. I, I, this all makes sense to me though. Your, your take on this and how much you like it makes perfect sense to me, Bob, just because of the way you attend to enjoy stories like, and don't please, please don't take this as an insult. You're worried about the journey. You don't yeah. care that much about how it's written. You're not even that overly care about how in-depth or realistic the characters are. You just want to see what is happening. And in this story, what is happening is very sweet. It is yeah. the idea of them growing old, doing all these things together. It's this very quaint relationship that they have that you could see these old two people that have been together for a really long time, just experiencing life together. And that's sweet. That but there's nothing to grab onto anywhere else but that makes sense for what you like in the story anyways i get that you because you know you do you do tend to be more about like what is the overarching story the overarching story here is it is kind of sweet you know they they rekindle their marriage and their love for each other and then you know she puts him puts him (laughs) out of his misery as a mercy killing you know that's kind of touching um but the getting there the details the, the writing ain't, the, ain't none. right the writing doesn't do anything to get you invested and i again i think that is intentional yeah. because 
it is the only way you can just kill people like that is to disassociate yourself from existence essentially and be like these things don't really matter the only thing that matters is this relationship right here yeah everything else doesn't matter and they even like it's even strengthened by the fact that they choose who they choose to kill because they're like this is a person that has no bonds we have a bond us strengthening well, our bond is more so important than this bondless I, I'm, person. I'm going to differ with you there. I don't think they chose her because they had she had no bonds. I think they just liked her, and then it just so happened well, to be that there was no kids and family, and that made her a yeah, safe I target. Well, they yeah, looked I don't at think it as an opportunity. That was what they said. Well, yes, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying I don't think they picked her like, oh, good, she has no one that's going to be upset when she dies. They no, look at it, it more from a tactical standpoint, like, oh, cool. There's not going to be anyone in the house that we have to worry right, about. Right, but I, w- I don't yeah. mean that. Them. I, th- I mean that from an author standpoint of just yeah. the, the metaphor that you're going for. Um, but all right, I'm going to read this last paragraph, and then I'm going to have a a, a weird a weird thought. But okay. she stares into the mirror. The woman looking back knows that her next kill will be her last. She'll let him believe they have something exciting to look forward to. She'll remind him that... He has been her whole world and their marriage has been strengthened by their choices. Love is a verb, or so they say. There won't be any sudden movements or black bags or shovels. Just a soft slide in the darkness, as easy and painless as falling asleep. It's the best and last give she can give him. After all, Mrs. Patterson loves Mr. Patterson. That is how Of Mice and Men should have ended. <laughs> okay you're not i've never wrong. read it so i don't know oh my you're god i hate that book so much it's yeah. really well written but fuck man like come on george fuck. come on george i want to pet the oh, Lenny, I pet the rabbits oh fuck but like yeah. that it's basically the same ending but just Kinder. this place heartwarming and not makes me hate life and want to die yeah uh, <laughs> Oh no, it's just yeah, so touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that, I was like, <sighs> hold it together, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so he's just gonna have a sloth soft slip into darkness with no bags or anything. Well, how is she gonna kill him? They've just been stabbing uh, folks, we assume. Yeah, my thought was probably like made me think that it's gonna be something in his sleep. Because he, he had sleep trouble, right? So Yeah, he snored and she had restless legs. Yeah, so it's probably he has sleep apnea, just smother him with a pillow. Mm, but maybe, yeah, or maybe, I don't know. maybe pills or something. I don't know. But just she'd be a fool to give him a bunch of pills because then you know it'll come back on. Well, her. the other she thing was a way to kill him. It it kind of it kind of led me to believe that they were going to pick a new target kind of deal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she would lead him oh yeah we've got this new target here and then and somewhere along that process she was going to kill him it's kind of mm-hmm. my read on that yeah. so i don't know i did like i did like the moment where you know they're got... driving around mm-hmm. with all their shit in the trunk and then she's like oh no what if he kills me yeah <laughs> I'm like yeah Wouldn't that's that a very realistic <laughs> that's very realistic man like at any point you know, yeah. you become the loose end. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think and possibly like without going into, you know, private details, um, uh, I have someone in my life that is under like has Alzheimer's and yeah. it's very sad. Yeah. So maybe like it kind of struck a nerve there. Yeah. And um I get that. I don't know. But yeah, no, was... oh no, it it is loosely 
kind of <laughs> touching <laughs> kind of in like a serial killer kind of way <laughs> well 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 <laughs> Startling revelations abound here on Books, Beards, Booze. You begin Bob, the episode you... thinking Tanya's a serial killer, but what a twist! It was Bob <laughs> the whole time. Hey, Bob, what are you going to? What are you dressed up as for Halloween? Ah, serial killer! You're just wearing your normal clothes. Uh huh. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great. Great, cool. great, super cool, cool, love cool. this. I'm glad I don't live in town anymore. Love this for <laughs> me. Great. Awesome. All Derek, right. he knows where you live, man. Be real hey, careful. Hey, man. You I, I sleep with my my mm-hmm, Yeah, right there. You <laughs> sleep the, with one eye open and gripping that pillow real tight. I, I was about to say we we got the strap right here. <laughs> so Ex- exit. Exit night. No. Into life. No. Take Wrong. my hair on. Wrong. Rotten never, never I hate everything me. about you right <laughs> now. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, you I like this for me. All right. <laughs> All right. Do y'all have any final thoughts before we wrap this puppy up? Nope. nope. Okay, nope. cool. So uh, I'll, I'm going to leave here to go take some quizzes. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I may or may not be back for future episodes. We'll see. Um, our co-host may or may not be back oh, no. for future episodes. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so um, didn't he's anticipate- going to turn us into can of spam. He's going to yeah. he's going to kill us and turn us into spam. Sounds about right. I'm going to like turn your bodies into some pun. I was going to say, at this um, point, if we've survived this long, he ain't getting rid of us. I'm going to, I'm going to, to decapitate you mm, and no. uh, so that you can't go to prom because you have no body to dance with. Get out. Okay. Look at that. Look at my wrist. Time to go. All right. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in the coming week, as you travel through, you know, your the twilight of your years. I hope that you find that special someone to kill other people with. And <laughs> as always, may the blessing of the beard be upon you. Okay, bye. Thank you for checking out Books, Beards, Booze. As always, you can give us a like and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. And if you got some time, why not go by our website, tellsbybob.com. All part of the Tales by Bob Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Tales by Bob Network. To see all our great shows, go to talesbybob.com.